everyone, and welcome back to the Sporting Global Podcast. And Alessandra, it's a pleasure having you here. Thanks, thanks for taking the time. How's how's the heat in Sao Paulo these days? <laughs> Hi, thank you very much for having me. It's good. It's not that warm as we were in the beginning of the year that we yeah. had the summer, but yeah. it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, like you got to appreciate the little things. I know you're you're doing your work from home, you know, as as most people do, and it's just hanging in there, you know, and just making making the best out of it. But it's a, as I said, a pleasure having you part of it. And and for those of you that are tuning in, you know, today we're gonna talk a little about you know the esport industry, about HyperX, you know, of course, Alessandro's experience. And if you want to like hear more insights from professionals like Alessandra, you know, make sure to subscribe to this pod, to, to this podcast and our YouTube channel and and like the video maybe if you if you think it was some good insights maybe ask some questions in in the comments as well we'll make sure to you know check those out and you can get good insights every week from from sport professionals like Alessandra and and Alessandra I think we're just gonna dive sort of like right into like how did your journey in the sport industry begin because you've been been working with a lot of different things but well take us a little bit through how it all started okay that's a good good question to start because i'm not gonna lie it somehow came uh by surprise it was a, a little Wait. lucky because yeah. i used yeah it was like i didn't <laughs> i didn't go into esports but the esports found me you know yeah, it was like yeah, a, it. <laughs> something that just happened since the beginning, uh, I always wanted to work with something different, uh, entertainment, music, sports, uh, right. just because of my lifestyle. You know? yep. I always yep. thought I wouldn't fit in like regular jobs or regular companies that would make me wear clothes that I didn't like or right. high heels or try to be more serious than I really am. So yep. that's yep. why I always try to, you know, do my best to different things and what I loved more was football above right. all things music and football yeah. so I studied communications and then I started working uh, as a PR I mean right. trainee or everything yeah, yeah. but regarding uh, press relations um, and after my graduation I said okay let's move to sports you know so I did a uh, uh, post graduation and MBA in esports man in sports management. Yeah. Uh, and I got to work with uh, football for a couple of years. So nice. uh, I worked with Adidas. I worked with some local tournaments as Copa Copa do Brasil, yeah. and then international ones as uh, Copa America two times in Chile and Brazil. Nice. And then uh, Olympic Games. So, I mean, this time Brazil was on fire. You know, we right. had the World Cup, we had the Olympic Games, we had a lot of things. After the Olympic Games, everybody that cared for sports was without a job. <laughs> so I thought, oh my God, you know, everybody is trying to get the same amount of jobs available in the market. Right. Either it is in football clubs or things yeah. I I know people there are a lot of people that do enjoy other sports so as it was uh, as you were mentioning Alessandra um, you were obviously you know working in part of the Rio Olympics a lot of things were happening in, in Brazil but 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 after that it's sort of like you know 
I don't know, it kind of like stopped up a little bit. And as I said, everyone was sort of like looking, looking for a sports job, I guess. And, and where did sort of like your journey take you from there? Or, or how did you sort of like cope with, I guess, Brazil and, and the sports job sort of like, I guess, minimizing very, very much after that? Yeah. So um, what I, what I did have, what I did decide was to stay in Rio because I like it. Uh, I really like the city, right. but there was, there was where everybody was because everybody yeah. that was working in Rio yeah. loved Rio. And wanted to stay there, so it was even more complicated. So I knew eventually right. I had to come back to Sao Paulo. Yeah. Uh, but before I went to esports, I had a very good slash frustrating experience that I want to share. Um, right. That uh, La Liga, that's the football tournament for in in Spain, they yep. open uh, some some opening. I mean, some they they started like a new program that they were looking for 35 people, I think, to yep. be like uh, representatives all over the world. Mm. And, you know, I just, you know, I saw it and I was like, okay, that's made for me. You know, that's <laughs> literally what I know how to do, right. what I want to do. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I try it. It, were, it was 13,000 people that replied, you know, that tried to, right. that applied. Wow. Uh, and I did, well, I was one of the 500 that were invited to come to Spain and do like a pitch. Right. So I got all the money I had, went to Spain to do like a three-minute pitch <laughs> inside <laughs> Santander. Wow. Uh, literally telling why, you know, I should get the job. Yeah. So I went to Spain. I did this. I, w I stayed there for a couple of weeks. Yep. When I came back, you know, I was supposed to hear from them. Uh, so I said, okay, I'm not looking for anything here because I'm going to wait for this, you know, because right. it's my dream job. I'm going to get it. There's yeah. no way I won't get it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I said like, okay. Oh, but you got to go for it, me, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, you're like, okay, uh, I can do it. So they yeah. did call me and say, okay, you passed. So now um, 150 people are the finalists. You have to come back to Spain. No. So I went back to Spain. Yes, it was like one month and a half That's difference. Crazy. With again, with the money I had left, you know, all in. Like I'm gonna get it. I went there, um, and it was like a day uh, yeah. inside uh, Atletico's uh, stadium. Right. It was the the previous Vicente Calderon. I'm a huge fan of Real Madrid. So I was not happy about being the, <laughs> the opposite. Well, you can't thing. tell them that, you know. <laughs> no, I can't. You know, I was like, no, oh, wait, I love everybody. Uh, exactly. So I had this day. Uh, it was a, a very, you know, complicated day and very, it was very difficult. I'm not going to lie because pretty imagine. much everybody was either Spanish or, you know, a lot of people that did live in, in Europe already, I think. Besides me, there should be like four girls among mm. all 150. Right. Um, so we were divided in groups, etc. cetera. Uh, I stayed in Spain, you know, waiting yep. for the answer. And they replied me like, you didn't pass. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I didn't pass. It was my dream job. I spent all my money. Right. It's my dream city. Like, what do, what do I do? Right. Um, 
and I remember I wrote like a like a Facebook post, you know, yeah, that just telling you know everybody like I let everybody down because I know you thought the same as me. Like I was supposed to get this, you know, nobody will do it better than me. I love it so much, etc. And then right. I came back, and I came back, and two days after, literally two days after, yeah. a friend called me, like, "What are you up to?" Well, let me just say, long story short, I'm not doing anything. You know, I'm just saying what I'm gonna. I'm just seeing what I'm gonna do. Yeah. And he said, "Well, this friend was Caio that works with me in in Hybrix. Uh, He said, I have a. I'm looking for a freelancer to work in social media that that has to speak Spanish." I never worked with social media, like I'm a social media, I'm a community manager. Right, never. Right. It was no, just all part of communication, you know, like, okay, I can do it. And he was like, it has to be somebody that I trust and that can handle social media for two months because there is a guy that's, um, uh, he's, I don't know how to say this word. He's not working for two, layoff. It's like a layoff. Right, right. Like yeah, that. yeah. Like temporary leave or something like that. Yes. Yeah. It was a temporary leave, medical yeah. leave. Yeah, no, I get it. Okay, so I went back to Sao Paulo, you know, for a few weeks because it was supposed to be short. I left my place, I left my cat, you know, everything (laughs) real. (laughs) I came to Sao Paulo uh, and I got the chance, I got the opportunity to go to to HyperX. Uh, I was working both with HyperX and Kingston at that time. Mm. uh, And I got to manage the team Uh, and talking to them. They, they, I mean, they met me, of course, and they saw how I was, etc. Right. Talking about sports, talking about athletes, and they were like, you know what? There are some esports teams that we don't really manage them. You know, we do sponsor them, but we have nobody that really knows what we are doing. You know, they can talk to them and say, mm. yeah, nice game. You know, <laughs> we have no idea. Um, right. So what they did was they created me a a spot in, in right. Hybrix that oh. was the, the eSports manager, yeah. uh, eSports specialist or whatever. Right. And they also added the streamers because, you know, it goes together. You know, we have some influencers here that right. are, well, right. they, are, they are athletes too. So uh, can you handle them all? Uh, and back then I was just managing the Spanish speaking part. Yeah. Uh, and doing the social media until they actually got a new person. Uh, so I did this transition and I got my, my role in, in Hyperx. So it was crazy because <laughs> uh, after working with esports, it's not like I shut down everything for football, but right. it's two different worlds. I mean, yeah, football is too complicated. Um, it, it has a lot of men. Women have always to prove themselves three, four, five times more, you know, right. so they believe you you're, you know what you're saying, etc. Yeah. But when it comes to the core, it's the same core. You know, they're all the athletes. Yeah. They are all players. They're all performance. Um, right. But esports is more, you know, when they they can hug you more, you know, you're like, come yeah. on. Is it community, right? Like more yeah, of, it's uh, a community. Yeah. I mean, like, that's sort of like the beauty, I guess, of eSport too. And, and I mean, it's like not necessarily eSport itself, but just like the streaming community. It's like, you know, that, I mean, like, that's obviously, you know, why Twitch and all this stuff, you know, blew up too, because people were, you know, 
able to create that community and being part of something. And I think like that's obviously why esports kind of like came up the way it did too, because it kind of like can relate to like how a fan, you know, feels for a team, right? Sort of like you're bringing up, oh, I was a fan of Real Madrid, right? Or you probably are still, but but like kind of like that, you know, emotional and community aspect of it. And I think that's really important and, and something, you know, that, um, you know, a lot of organizations, I guess, have, should learn from and so like how do you keep that community feeling inside your you know organization or inside your staff to to build upon that so that and and, and i mean like of course uh in your journey too like just having that um you know sacrificing i guess everything for that la liga job and then two days later i mean like what you can say is like okay you you took that sacrifice but i'm sure you also learned a lot on that journey that you're That, that you brought with you and and of course you know we when, when the one door closes another one opens isn't it something something like that I think yes actually many what I like about my job is that I can create pretty much everything you know we are writing a new book not even a chapter you know a whole history we are creating right. stuff yeah. different than maybe football or anything that exists for over right. 100 years yeah esports exists for i don't know 15 i mean yeah. let's say it started to be more pro yeah but year after year you know what I, when i think about 2017 when i started there are some things that i say oh my god we were doing that look where we are right now you know right. not me hyperx i mean the whole community as you say you know because yeah. everyone everyone's grow is everybody's growth you know we need everybody to grow the esports scene to grow more companies to come with investment with knowledge right. with uh, new ways of spreading the world you know because it's it's growing so fast and well, i'm glad that i just you know started at the right time right no i mean like it's it's all about timing right and uh and i since you sort of like brought brought that up of like you know being part of hyperx since since 2017 like what uh, what have been some of like the changes i guess you've seen the last few years and i guess like from from the lens of being part of hyperx you know brands toward a towards the esport industry because I, i guess like now it's sort of like you have the time to reflect a few years and say like okay this is what we were doing in 2017 this is what is happening now why don't you why don't you take a little bit like what are some of the changes that you've seen Uh, inside from the company itself, uh, when when I started in HyperX, uh, we were launching our first mouse, for example. Right. We didn't have any in our lineup. There was no mouse. Yeah. So now we have like five mouse, five mice, I would say. <laughs> we have like 11 keyboards, uh, nice. maybe 13 headsets. So over the years, I had the opportunity, you know, because we launch everything, you know, I can create yeah. a strategy of using our partners and creating stories, creating campaigns, creating interaction with the with the community. So yeah. inside, that's what I feel when I come back. And also seeing the players four years young, big, younger, because they're <laughs> kids, you know. Uh, I'm on my 30s, but they're on their 20s, let's say. So four years. Even younger too, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now I'm older than, I mean, now I'm old because when I started, I was 26. Yeah. So I could, I would talk to guys that were like 20, 22, 
now I'm 30 and I'm still talking to the 20, 22. <laughs> so that makes a difference already, but it's not yeah. about respect or anything. It's just, okay, time goes, you know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not getting any younger. And these guys are, you know, like they're yeah. in the coming the right moment. If I was 20 and everything was going on, so that would be like my first advice, you know, to people that are young and want to get in. Yeah, It's super, super you know interesting and there are a lot of ways and we can say it's even easier than starting football or other sports that right. either don't have investments or yeah. they have you know the group is is one corinthians for the whole world you know the, right. there's no two corinthians if you want to work in this one it's like me if i want to work with real madrid there's only one and 80% of the people in the world that want to work in Real Madrid. So if I have yeah. this focus, it's too complicated. But right. with esports, it doesn't it doesn't work like this. Right. There are and, many and for, others. And, and the, I guess you were saying too, like the industry is so fresh, right? And so new. So there's always new things coming up, right? And and a lot of these brands like HyperX has been, you know, capitalizing on the growth as well. And you know, talking a little bit about, you know, as you said, but like, okay, we had one mouse, now we have five, you know, and a lot of the not only on like the athlete side, right. And like covering that, but like on the product product side too. So there's a lot of, you know, growth happening inside. And I mean, like you, you did mention a little bit behind the scene that, you know, that's been a acquisition happening from, from you guys or like that, that HP uh, bought, bought HyperX. And, and that's a pretty big step. I would, I would say too. And how sort of like been the reaction, I guess, for, from your side and, and the team in Brazil about that? And, and how do you see sort of like that impacting your your job moving forward, I guess? Yeah, well, uh, it's good and sad. I mean, sad because we, we are really attached to Kingston because right. Kingston is a super good brand and we know the owners, you know, literally uh, John and David, they work in the office. So every time I go to, to California, and this is the same for everybody. I used to go yeah. a lot because of my job. Right. And they would come like, you don't work here every day. Who are you? What do you do? <laughs> and then I start, I work with esports. Oh, and they get so interested. You know, they are super good. Not even bosses, because I don't talk to them, of course, like yeah. they, daily. Uh, but they are super intelligent and super good people, good heart. So right. we have to let it go in a way. Yeah. So, of course, expectations of how uh, HP will treat us. I mean, right. <laughs> um, but I think it's 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 a whole part of the deal. They What they say is like, you're like our HyperX is our daughter and we have to give it to the world. You know, we cannot right. take care of you anymore just because of the size of yeah, yeah. Kingston. Uh, we always say that they are the the father that pays us, you know, uh, yeah. monthly yeah. money to make the, 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 the company grow. Right. So our expectations are the best possible because we know the size of HP. We know the potential of right. the, the company. And I just think it's going to be a blast for us. You know, we're going to grow even more, get to new opportunities. It's going to be awesome. 
skyrocketing you know moving yeah well i mean like it's it's a lot of interesting things happening and i'm sure i'm sure it will be a very interesting years and i guess you have to keep us in the loop of of what's happening (laughs) from your side and hopefully you know we all can go out and travel a little bit more soon as well once this pandemic goes over and we can uh, you know you can attend like esport events and meet the influencers i know there's a lot of like you know these these gatherings and all this stuff that i'm sure you're you're part of but why don't we why don't we talk a little bit about like you know some of you know the key responsibilities that you have now because obviously now you're you know sort of like the esport and the influencer specialist at hyperx of course latam and and, and what are what are some of like the the key tasks that that you're working on right now okay so the way we work uh we have some uh influencers uh under contracts you know yep. that we call them the hyperx squad and we also convert them in heroes uh, because all the our, our tagline and the way we work is about using game as a tool, you know, of be- making a better world, of a world to make uh, people happier. You know, it's for a lot of people. We know gaming; it's a it's a safe place. Yeah. Uh, everybody can game from. It doesn't matter who you are; you can game, and you right. do game actually yeah. like there's nobody that don't play any game so <laughs> our tagline is we're all gamers so yeah. what we try talking about uh, creators is to get uh, different people and people that not only represent us um, in their gaming aspect but in things that they believe how they interact with the community what they do you know we have a lot of uh, pillars like philanthropy uh, community and really caring about what you do because yep. we're not looking for numbers we're not looking for you know this is the biggest guy okay but is he is he a, a like a hero to the right. to the community what do he yep. do what does he do for his community how does he stand you know for uh important uh aspect not aspect but important things that happens around the world i mean you don't have to you know raise a flag and say you know i have a very strong um, position about something or something else but always trying to do good and try to change lives you know uh, save lives and we see it in our community we see that streamers they have this ability to save lives to make people's day happier right they are there to entertain it's like their friend on the other side of the computer and this is very important for for kids or for gamers in in general so what i try to do in my side because of course the creator is doing this on his own yeah we just try to potential potentialize potential right i don't know how to say this word to you know make it stronger with the community so giving them right yeah uh, opportunities to meet the streamer or to interact with it uh anything that we can try to make it feel closer to his idol and for and in the esports scene uh we do sponsor a lot of teams around the world right usually every year less and less because uh we just keep the the best ones and the ones that are really aligned with the way we think Right, and, uh, and, and so forth. Yes, and uh, it's it's very important to understand, you know, who they are if they're not coming 
out of nowhere and you know doing it's it's the same as sponsoring anything you really have yeah. you hyperx is a very strong brand so we have to to put our you know uh our stamp yeah you yeah. know hyperx yeah. approves it right so right <laughs> no i mean like makes, makes a lot serious. of sense and, yes. and it's very important too. I mean, like finding these kind of, you know, esport organizations, athletes, you know, maybe events as well that, you know, align with what HyperX stands for. And I guess like that's a lot of your your key key job. And and, and I'm kind of like a little bit, you talked briefly about obviously, you know, how you, what sort of like these influencers and these teams should sort of like, you know, have as their framework and you sort of like, you know, help develop that but but from like a process i guess of like how you're scanning and approaching you know these influence influencers and the and, and the teams how, how does how does that sort of process work i guess because i think everyone who's like i mean like i, I think everyone at some point have have been streaming a, a little bit at least these days you know and everyone's like like how does it work does does, does the influencers contact the brands does the brands you know reach out and then scan like, you know, these, these influencers and the teams and, and how, how does that essentially work? Okay. Well, nowadays, uh, we have a very strong like database that yeah. I call like our own community. Uh, yeah. we are lucky to be such a good brand that people want to work with us. Right. So that that's good. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. I will hardly track track down somebody and say hey we're hyperx do you want to work with us right like right. <laughs> i don't have the time and money to do that you know yeah. usually we already have mapped uh who we who we are working with yep. uh but it's a lot of process of scouting studying watching it you know yeah. uh the the first things we have to feel would be like about this person's integrity content uh is is this person trustful how does her his his or her community reacts to his content or her content right this is the right. most important thing for us yep uh defining the ones that are working with us throughout the year i'm gonna give you an example for example do you know we work with casemiro no i don't actually no yes there you go casemiro yeah, it's a it's a it's an awesome example uh, because he's a true gamer. Yep. We've been working with him since nineteen nine uh, nineteen uh, two thousand nineteen. Right. No problem with numbers. Yeah. Two thousand nineteen. <laughs> no. We got it. Um, because in our hero campaign and the way we say we're all gamers, yeah, we we found people that are gamers but not just gamers you know right. if we sponsor a csgo pro player of course he's a gamer there's yeah. nothing to to be explained there <laughs> but what about a football player that's also a gamer right. or a musician that's also a gamer or coming to reality you know a plastic surgeon that is a gamer there's right. a lot of stories so in our campaign I also, with Caio, uh, we manage our YouTube content and our social media content regarding not just famous creators or streamers, yeah. but also everyday gamers, you know? Right. That have these stories to, inspirational stories to, to tell us. And we, we were speaking to Casemiro and his, um, his agents, etc., about him being a gamer. Back then, 
we still had to explain, okay, what is Casemiro doing in HyperX squad? And we would say, he's a gamer. Right. But back then, and this shows how much esports grow fast and how yeah. much it grew last year because of the <laughs> beginning of quarantine, pandemic, right. people home, etc. He was a true gamer that he would say, Ali, I play six hours a day of CSGO. No way. Casemiro is like, what <laughs> we actually you can go to our youtube no, channel there's an interview with you, you gotta you gotta we gotta share the link i think in the in the bio yes. of this video because wow i did not expect that it's super interesting and he's very competitive he's very serious you know he's the yeah of course he's, he's the, the best lead, you know lead athlete, lead athlete <laughs> uh and he doesn't like to to lose at right. anything anything when when we were recording you know i like football because i said yeah uh i got you know there he was playing with the ball and i was like i want to play you know i want to <laughs> play with him i need to at least throw him a ball and i got the ball i looked at him and he was like if you try to pass i'm gonna kick you you know like <laughs> i don't care if it's just for content like he doesn't want to lose anything yeah 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 so you awesome. can imagine him playing games he gets right. you know it's is his essence you know compete yeah. um so he he's a very good csgo player uh he has a lot of friends that play csgo in the professional field teams yeah. esports teams and a lot of brazilian uh, soccer players play as well yeah neymar paqueta uh, many many douglas douglas costa yeah Many, many. I Gabriel guess like it's something that people can relate to, you know, it's just like easy, you know, to be a part of. And I guess like that sort of like fits, uh, you know, HyperX's scope and brand, right? Of like showing that there, there's more to gamers than being like, I guess, a, a CSGO pro or something like that, right? That there's more, everyone can be involved in a sense. Yeah. And, and they can play, you know, everybody's home. Either yeah. if it was a pandemic time or not, you can talk to your friend that's in another country and you can have fun with him playing whatever right. you, you play with your friends. Uh, so at first we got him into the squad, but he was not playing. We still had some problems with, oh, CSGO is like a shooting kind, right. you know. Yeah. It, uh, the time goes and more and more people are more open to it and say, okay, it's, it's okay, it's not a problem. Uh, right. And now he's actually streaming, for example. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And he was so shy, so, so shy that we were like always saying, why don't you stream? Why don't you stream? And he did start last yeah. year. And now, for example, if you're a fan, if you're a fan because of his football, yeah. you can go into his stream and you can actually talk to him. So right. the, the streaming and the gaming gives this kind of experience that you would never get. Right, like I mean, a closer a closer community and a link, right? Like directly yes. to Casemiro. And make questions. So. I remember I was like, you know, one day I joined, I was making, I was throwing some jokes and I said, okay, what is harder? To play in Bernabeu, a finals, or to do a clutch in CSGO? And he was like, Oh, clutch for sure. Playing Bernabeu is super easy, you know. The hard <laughs> because it's done it so many times now. That's why. <laughs> yeah, you're like, that's easy, you know. Champions League finals, pff, 
no, no worries. problem. No. My, my heart doesn't even race, but if I'm playing and I have to kill two, oh my God, you know, it's so it's super fun to hear <laughs> those stories. Like, oh that's awesome. So <laughs> it goes, that's why. So um, now there's a lot of people going this path, you know, yeah. even opening their own sports esports teams as Casemiro did, uh, Paqueta, Douglas Costa, they have their own esports teams. Right. And many others around yeah. the around the world, Latam, Europe, etc. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's very important for us that people that are working with us have some similar similarities. I don't know if that's a word. Yeah. About how they work or what they tr they believe, because right. that's what we trust and that's why we believe and that's how we work. Yeah. So if we're not aligned, we're just being, you know, not strategic and people. We will right. not understand the message. We wanna we wanna talk through them too. Right? right, that makes 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 a lot of sense. And I guess that kind of like leads us a little bit into like sort of like I guess like the last question and 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 it, what sort of like tips do you have? And I mean like we, we talked a little bit about like you know how you're approaching athletes. What are some like you know the, the elements for like you know these these kind of brands and entities and. And, and, and actors being part of the esport industry. But but for, for those, I guess, like students and maybe, you know, young influencers that are, you know, tuning into today's episode and, and listening and thinking like, well, like, like how, where do I begin? Like, how do I, how do I start sort of like getting my, my foot in the door in the esport industry? What are some of the ways where I can do that? Maybe as a professional or maybe as an influencer, right? And, and what are some tips to, that you have? for them okay so splitting in two um about being a streamer or creating content uh the way i can you know help uh, i'm no streamer at all so uh i cannot be you know say what i what i don't know but right. we do talk to a lot of our our streamers and we do create a lot of content to support the small streamers or the upcoming streamers. So I can I can share some tips um, yep. that are always trust yourself, trust your content. There is no need to follow somebody. I mean, you can always, you can always inspire yourself in somebody having a good setup. And, and I don't mean buying the most expensive products, but right. like having a pretty space, having a good camera, People understand how much effort you put. And yeah. what I really feel about the community too is when somebody has a very good content, a very pretty view, etc., and not many followers, people are supporting like, there's no way you have just these small followers. What you do is super good, you know? So mm -hmm. this supports every day creating your community and your community is going to be like your soldiers. You're going to make them happy they, uh, uh, and they are going to make you happy. And your community should grow and grow because people yeah. will see you are, you are, you are true. Right. You're not saying what they want to hear or you're not trying to copy anybody. You're just being true to yourself. Right. Just and be yourself. Yeah. Just be yourself. You're, you, if you're a good person, it should work, you know? Yeah. Uh, and as a brand, what I see is the amount of new roles coming to the market. So if you think about uh, eSports club, yeah, you can think about, you know, all aspects of the organization. So 
working right. with communications, working with legal, working with finance, working yeah. with the, the health of the players. So it comes right. uh, psychology, nutrition, uh, you know, mindfulness and yoga. And there's a <laughs> lot of things, you know, just think, awesome. it, think of it as a, as a, as a club. Yeah. Uh, agencies as well. So agencies of content, vi uh, video editing, Right. Um, media advertising. I mean, if if a if a team, a esports team was to have one person doing everything, they would, I don't know, they would have at least fifty or sixty people working in a club. So right. it's a lot of people. You yeah. don't have to start at the biggest one. I want to work in Team Liquid. Okay, that would be the same as me saying I want to work in Real Madrid. You know? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. but I can work in my local group uh, my local team i can work in the local agents or we get see experience. a lot of people yeah get experience getting to know people because it works as a community you know yeah. everybody has everybody in twitter or has everybody <laughs> you know you saw right. them no no you don't but when there are events you know you see each other so it's yeah. a lot about networking yeah showing yourself uh being true to who you are also in your right. job even if it's behind the camera you know <laughs> yeah you cannot be I, i'm gonna give you an example of things that we do like in in hybrid and i see okay. that the community sees because they see that we are a very true passionate and people brand right. uh, we have a lot of weird uh, requests sometimes <laughs> so i have two examples All one right. uh, a girl wrote in twitter yep the following Guys, <laughs> I had a, a wristband that I got in a Brazil game show event like three years ago. Yeah. And I, I used to use it every day. You know, my boyfriend had the same. When I, I, I entered to college, I had this. It was like her lucky thing. You well, know, I, having yeah, yeah. Lucky charm. <laughs> yes. And she lost it. So yeah. she wrote it like, do you sell this? And this was, you know, when you go to an event, they give you stuff. Yeah. It was, it was like a um, commercial. Well, no, that's not the name. It was like a gift, you know, right. that we right. we did it in, in in events. Yeah. So it came to us, and we we're like, we don't have it anymore. Like it's over. So we started sending emails inside the company. Yeah. Does anybody have one of those that you don't wear? Can you can you give us? And somebody mm. said, I have one. So we <laughs> we sent a, a motorcycle, you know, we got the thing. Yeah. Uh, I wrote her a letter like, oh, we were so touched about your story, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, we understand there are things that have a lot of value. So we spoke to her. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we also put some keychains and a glass, you know, some other things that right, she could right, use right, too as lucky things. Uh, uh, a good box. <laughs> good box no products yeah. at all like would you know yeah, yeah. it's just those things just and, stuff. Yeah. and she just posted you know to to thank us and she was like not many brands would do it that you did and she doesn't even know how we were looking for the bracelet because we were like two weeks trying to find the bracelet <laughs> anybody anybody has it no that and, which is also right though you know in a sense of of like you know like how many brands goes that far you know yeah and that that says a lot about like 
HyperX as a brand, right? And what you stand for. And that also should reflect what kind of people that you interact with, that you, you know, have part of your 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 portfolio, I guess, in a sense, as as, as influencers and 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 teams. And yeah, that's that's an amazing story. It's 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 for me, it's this is so important as doing like a marketing campaign. I mean, I, I'm not trying to trying to turn it in a campaign. Right. But we have to be very true to our actions because that's who we are and that's how the brand is. As I said, John and David, that uh, they are not the owners of HyperX anymore, but they, they right. were. Yeah. This is this is culture. So uh, they the company itself also, you know, find people that look like the brand to work with. And yeah. I have the role to look for people to work with me and the marketing. That think right. us that, that think the same as as we yeah. do. So not just by you know giving people stuff, etc. My my job has a lot of this. Yeah. Uh, but for example, there was this um, this girl that she wrote us like a big test like this, and she started. My boyfriend doesn't know I'm writing this, so don't tell him. I mean, it's okay <laughs> if you cannot you know. Right. You cannot give us anything, so. The, the boyfriend is a streamer um, yep. that we actually knew because he plays a lot with one of our streamers oh, okay. and his microphone broke and she was telling this whole story and very, you know, he's, he deserves it. He's so good. And now he has the shot, you know, trying to get him money to buy this, this and that, etc. She right. was just asking for us. She didn't ask us like, can you give me a microphone or he just, she just shared the story. Yeah. So. We said, okay, let's do it. I spoke to Yoda, that is his, that is uh, the streamer that plays with him. I said, what do you want to do? Do you want to do this together, etc.? And we did send him a box and he got it when he was streaming. And he had no idea, you know, like, <laughs> he was like, what? How do they have my address? He had no <laughs> idea. Like, why am I getting this stuff? And, uh, and the girlfriend was in the chat and she was like, I can't believe they read me and they did it, you know, like, yeah. because what I think is, People don't, I don't know how people see brands because I'm also a consumer. So it's right. hard to see a big brand and see people behind the brand. You just yeah. see the brand. Right. But we, are, we they should and everybody should see people as the brand. And like, we put time to it. We put effort in it. We put, you know, anything that we can do to change lives and make the community uh, safer, healthier, happier, etc. We're going to do it if it is in our hands. We have yeah. a lot of limitations, of course. Yeah. But, you know, we changed some lives. The girl was super happy. She, the girl was happier than the boyfriend that got the product. <laughs> she was like, oh, my God, you yeah, know, I'm crazy. super happy. His right. community was happy. Everybody was thankful. And, you know, we just had to do so much, uh, so much, so less. So less. So little, I mean, yeah. So, so little. Yeah. and make this huge impact yeah and i have to also be smart not to look like ah ali is trying to get stuff out of streamers you know without paying it's it's different it's different yeah. what we do under a contract you know sure. posting yeah. something etc and what we can do to you know help the community leverage right. some opportunities etc and it's also like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, like there's two things I want to sort of like wrap up with and, and I'll, I'll let you have like some closing remarks too, but from like sort of like what you've been telling too, and I think like this really aligns with like how 
the young professionals in the industry is, is coming up with too is, is, is that it comes down to your values, right? Like of like finding that sort of mindset, that values that align with, you know, that sort of brand or that sort of company that you want to work with. And, and it just showcases like how important it is, you know, for brands like HyperX and others too. It's like, you look at these things, you know, your, of course your skills is important and maybe your education too. But at the end of the day, it comes down to like, do you align with what HyperX stands for? What we stand for and like how we want to, you know, uh, I guess like, you know, promote the brand and, and showcase the brand because, you know, at the end of the day too, like, you know, the little things matters and, and, and doing those sort of like, you know, actions, I guess, or, or, or things, it's just, it just showcases also like, okay, like we are a brand that care, you know, we care about our community. And at the end of the day, we're true to, you know, our slogan and our vision, which is, you know, to that everyone is gamers. Right. And, and, and that, that is a very important, you know, organizational lesson in a sense of like, be true to who you are. Right. And you said that to like the influencers to like, you know, the people that you're working with as well is you got to be true to yourself and, and finding those. So I don't know if you have any final remarks on that, but, um, uh, but yeah, no, I think adding to what you said and maybe the examples I give or even my experience of, you know, traveling two times to Europe and saying, I'm going to do <laughs> it until they say no. I right. think that comes to anything. I mean, there are people that write us with this, like they will never hear me and we do hear. So if you have a skill that you think somebody or a company or a team or a streamer, anybody needs that skill uh just be also humble too don't say like hey your video sucks you know i can edit them better for you like don't do that because i don't think anybody wants to hear <laughs> these kind of messages but actually trying to you know map what we want what do you want to work i want to be a streamer okay next steps i want to work with a community manager okay community management okay who are the ones that inspire me? You know, ah, nobody. Okay, so start your start your study. You know, okay, this guy's good. This guy's good. Write them. You know, try to talk to them. I think right. the the esports community is very open. Yeah. Uh, we are always trying to get new people and good people to to work in the different fields. Everybody always, you know, uh, I need somebody like this. I have one. Do you know these people? You know right you we can always help and, and it goes along with what you do that's creating the network and creating the the social space where people can interact yep. and that would be the goal for me you know trying to figure out in yourself like okay i want to work with sports i don't know anything about the game you don't have to understand all the games i don't right. you yeah, know yeah. i see rainbow <laughs> six and I see the, the guns like this, and I was like, what? This is weird. <laughs> and then you see CSGO, you can you can never know everything. I mean, you can yeah. if you're 20 and you don't have a job and everything. <laughs> if you have that time, so right. use that time. When yeah. I was young, when I was 20, I was studying all the languages I could because I knew that would help me in the future. So studying languages, studying the community, studying the teams, studying everything that you can do and just like yep. mapping as you go to university you know you're doing communications you can work in in the agents you can work in the here etc so esports is pretty much the same mapping understanding what you like understanding yep. yourself being true to everything you map and go 
I think I think is a perfect way just to wrap up this uh, this podcast with it. There's there's a lot of opportunities in the esport industry, and and also I would like to thank you so much, you know, for for taking the time to sharing your story, your your insights, and all the the, the fun little extra stories we got out of it too about like some of the community members, and and I appreciate your kind words as well. I think you know for us it's it's about sort of like you know helping people find organization with similar values, right? So again that was sort of like help you <laughs> as well with like finding the right kind of people like can, can can do the best job based on you know what HyperX is standing for or other brands or so so it's it's part of that process right it's like that new thinking of like ele- evolving you know the industry so thank you thank you once again for t- taking the time and uh, i gotta like, finish up with some of the region though so you, you gotta learn some of the region now <laughs> so <laughs> with every for every, every video we we do we always finish with visnakis so which means see you later in norwegian so now you know that how do, how do i say this visnakis visnakis yeah there you go perfect (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you thank you alessandra it was a pleasure having you on on our podcast and we'll talk soon thank you very much bye-bye bye-bye